Why are you rubbing the inside of my foot? All right, just so you're aware, the podcast is started. Oh, it started. It's already started. All right. Is this your foot there? Yeah, that's my foot. <laughs> oh, okay. You're very What are you... <laughs> <laughs> God, All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. We have a few extra guests today. Uh, we've obviously got Dan and myself. G'day. As per usual, and we've also got uh, our favourite Quebecois, Caro. Hello, hello. And then we've got our uh, resident nutmegger, nutmegger fr- <laughs> from Connecticut, uh, Tori. Hello, hello. How is everybody today? Oh, doing well. Good, doing great. We're doing pretty good today, yeah. other than freezing our butts off earlier. But it's been pretty cold, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what was the deal with you wanting to go for a walk today, where <laughs> it was like like blowing a gale and cold as? Look, mate, I don't like to think that weather's going to stop me from uh, from getting out there and seeing what's around. And besides, aren't we moving tomorrow? So isn't it a good idea to see what's around just before we leave? I mean, yeah, but we couldn't we have done it like in a warmer part of the day? It didn't get warm at all, so we wouldn't have had an option. <laughs> hey, hey, listen here, Nutmegger. You keep it down. <laughs> so can I ask a question? You certainly can. What are we talking about today? Ah, I'm glad you asked. So um, what I wanted to cover today was a bit of a quick summary of what we've done so far. Obviously, we uh, purchased an RV. Everybody knows that. Um, And if you don't, you're only just tuning in now. We purchased an RV um, because we all work for the circus and we have no home. So we bought a home and now we're living in it, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, when we lost our job, we didn't really know where we're going to go and live and what we're going to do and... Looking for an Airbnb was going to be expensive, you know, trying to find something that wasn't going to make me go insane. And, so. I, and I guess when we first started, the idea was is that we were going to hit up all the national parks and go and see some stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that was, that was the plan because uh, right, right when we purchased the RV, they had released in the media at that day that they were making all national parks free for entry. So we said, excellent. We've got our RV, we've got free national parks. We just need to do a little bit of work to the RV before we can hit the road, smog test, insurance, registration. Just pause there for a second. So I know this annoyed Caro quite a lot because it was like some surprises there, wasn't there, Caro? <laughs> yes. With, uh, yeah, we're right to go. And then, and then we found out we went. We literally got in the RV, finished our first shop, and then realized that we had no registration. I think that we tried almost like three times of leaving LA and uh, yeah, the last hit was the registration that was not accurate or was not going through or... Yeah, I mean, like, okay, there was a little bit of, there's a little bit of confusion there and I take responsibility on that and so should the DMV guy that was helping us. Um, (laughs) Or not. (laughs) Or not helping us, exactly, because we... um, we were told like we had to submit the stuff with a check in the in a pay, in a form and give it to the DMV because the DMV had closed down thanks to COVID-19 at that stage. Uh, the only thing we had a smog test there and they're like no we don't need it it should already be there and it wasn't. So we we got a registration sent back as we were hitting the road. <laughs> it was wild, right? And I remember because I remember the phone call came in and it was uh, it was from your aunt and she was like, Dan, Dan, you can't leave. You you're not registered. And then we looked yeah. at each other and just went, What are we going no, to do? She, she How did was, you guys forget that? 
Well, no, no, no. We didn't forget it. We, we didn't get it. We, we did it. We oh, we yeah. submitted it all, but there's no DMV. The DMV was closed at that point, so you just put in a form and hope it's right. And right? they was they was looking for the smoke test. The, smoke. The, yeah. the, the smoke the smoke test. So they were saying that we were not registered because we were missing the smoke test. Right, and then I, I what I didn't realize is that you, you, I thought a smog test was something that you do once a year, but it, it's after the purchase of sale that you have to submit your smog test, so it can't ah. be before that. This is uh, a problem with two Aussies trying uh, to buy a van. And so, <laughs> anyways... Uh, with no experience. With yeah, no experience. With no experience. Well, I've purchased vehicles over here before, but it was... I don't remember going through that process. Anyways, it was... Yeah, my aunt was trying to, trying to race out. She was like, stop. And, uh, you know, we'll come and meet you. We'll drive you. You're no longer than, well, no further than like two hours out. And we're like, actually, we're just around the corner. We've been shopping for two hours. <laughs> we're at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly gosh. So we ended up getting that all sorted. And, uh, and in we, one day, actually. In one day. In so one day, we literally got day. the phone yeah. call. Um, we found a place just around the corner to do a smog test. He was he thought we were taking a car around there, so he was a little shocked when we rocked up with an RV. <laughs> I, no, I told him an RV. There's a big difference here between RV and motorhome. The guy's like, you said an RV. I said, that's an RV. And he goes, no, that's a motorhome. I was like... <laughs> What's the difference? What? Wait, did you think I was talking about a quad? And he's yeah. like, no, what's a quad? I was like, oh, God, this is not going well. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't know there was a difference between an RV and a motor. Oh, well, apparently to this guy uh, there is. It, it, it's just larger, like, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I mean. And doesn't fit in the garage. Uh, yeah, it didn't fit in his garage, which was the big issue. Oh, boy. So um, we ended up getting that fixed and we hit the road. Um, and we ended up, where did we end up first? That that was uh, Lake Isabella. That's Th right. Thanks, yeah. thanks to my aunt because we were... We were late leaving. We were a little bit. We're late leaving. We're getting stressed about getting into Death Valley. We were concerned about the solar panels and our battery, which rightly so. We, as we found out, we yeah. had some issues. If you guys follow the vlogs, we we ran into some issues, but we fixed that and we're good to go. But um, we were concerned about getting out too far out in the middle of nowhere and living off the grid on the first night. So because we hadn't really left LA, we. My aunt said, how about you go to like Lake Isabella? It's a very beautiful place there. And uh, you can camp out at a KOA campground um, for the first two nights. Well, first couple of nights sort of deal. And so we ended up going up that way. We originally planned one night and then, yeah. and yeah. then decided to stay for a second one. Um, because we wanted to uh, keep fixing things in the RV. Well, that was no, because when we got there, we, we filled up with gas, right? And that was, oh, yeah. and we we didn't have a fridge that worked at that stage. That's right. We ran into the fridge problem, and that and so then the electricity problem, and the electricity yeah. problem. So that's why we ended up staying another night because we exactly. we ended up trying to fix yeah. all that stuff. That's the night I almost died from a 30 amp. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We had we had a dodgy 30 amp. We literally plugged in, and 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 then Dan like. Went to move it and it just arced and he was like, "Drop, <laughs> run away!" But wasn't there the night too when you guys had issues turning the gas stove off too? That, that was that was a different night. That, that was, was another yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was another, another night. night. We, we were we were comf We felt very comfortable at leaving at that stage, and that was our first night actually in Death Valley. That's right. That's right. So we, we 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 left Lake Isabella and we ended up in in Death Valley, and that was another one of those where we left a little bit late. And we were trying to find somewhere to stay. And we had original plans on where we were going to stay, but they were closed. Um, and I remember driving through and we hit that, um, that general store with a servo. 
and it was like, oh, we can stay there, but that that campground was quite packed. So, so our mission, our goal was with this RV, and this is like one of my things: is that if you own an RV, why the heck do you go and pay for a spot next to everybody else? Like that exactly. doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. You're paying twenty bucks or thirty bucks to to sit there on a slab. Mind you, it is level. We've had issues with leveling. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't make sense to me. So we found a website that um, I'll have to find at some point the, and give that link. But um, it's been great for free campsites. So the free, yeah, the free campsite thing. Yeah, yeah that thing was amazing. And it's like so, freecampsites.net. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, something like that. And just, uh, we'll, we're going to go, because I want to talk about that stuff later on. So let's just keep trucking through because I, I want to revisit some of those things that we've learned so far and this is a beauty of the u.s also is uh you have you can camp in the free camp um like sometimes it's just next to a road um and is very very nice for that here it's not like that in canada or it's not like that in australia yeah. either exactly. yeah new zealand has it right though new zealand's got free camp spots yeah yeah good on the new zealanders yeah that's it um so yeah, we, we were, our mission was to stay off, off, off grid, right? And we, we drove past that at the fuel station there. We drove past. We asked the guy, is there any, any place available? He's like, no, no, no. We, we also thought he was trying to just give us a nudge to, to purchase their, their RV spot, right? Because they were the only one left in the valley. Turns out, not true. Well, no, it they, turns they out they were the, they were the only yeah. RV park open. Yeah, exactly. that, that's true. That's true. So we, we drove to the spot that we were going to try and do, and it turns out that that one's actually owned by the National Park. So we got, we got uh, turn, we had to turn around and drive that's back. Right. Yep. And then as we're heading back, we like look over to the left-hand side. Yeah, just to, just to paint a picture, we've just come over through the mountains and there's like this big valley and it is flat, dead flat in the center. And it, if you've been following our things, you would have seen the photos uh, that we've posted. Exactly, yep, yep. And, you know, of this gully that's just got nothing there. And then we see, like, these two little specks that are like, what's that in the hillside over there? And we take out our camera, we zoom as much as we can, take a picture, and then digitally zoom in. We're like, that's a camper. We, we found some other RVs. We found some other RVs. Okay, let's take a left here at this road where we don't know where it goes, and we're just... We start driving down that way. And we're like, let's look for a dirt road to turn off, right? To, to try and see. Sure enough, we turn off on this dirt road. Figure out that we are out of the national park also because we, we, we could not. We uh, can't camp. legally stay in exactly. the, in the so national park. We and just drove out of the national park and then found a spot right there. And, and there was, and we we're like, at first we we're like, oh, maybe we're a little bit uncertain. Then, you know, we walked around and we saw all these different, like, you know, camping shells and stuff like that. Yeah. There was a couple of other people that, like, there was the people up on the far hill over there and then people over by where the gas station I'd was. I'd say so far, that's probably, for me, one of our best finds for, for camping just because it was, it's, yeah, everywhere else we've gone to, they're, they're free, what are they, um, uh, B, B BLM. BLM. Um, camp Bureau spots. of Land Management. Yeah, Bureau of Land Management camp spots. So they're, they're, they're designated RV spots. This one was literally a dirt road in a dirt patch <laughs> in the middle of nowhere and it was awesome. Yeah, and it was also really cool that like, you know, we had the police drive by, right? You know, two or three times, right? Yeah. And they they didn't stop us. They weren't concerned about us. As, you know, so that, that was reassuring. 
on our first night to know, okay, cool, we're not. And that was our first night off off, off grid. Off yes. grid. So no no hookup, anything like that. We were just relying solely on on everything that we had fixed and hoped like it was working. And, and then Kara, do you ex- want to explain exactly what sort of happened there for that that problem with the with the gas? Uh, Oh my God, yes. So the stove here, um, so I started to cook. We have uh, three stove and I started to cook on one and I tried at the end, I tried it to turn it off and the button doesn't want it to turn it completely off. So I could, I, I could not push the button and turn it off. So the gas was keep going and the flame was keep keeping there and uh, at some point I said um, guys I have a little problem here I cannot turn off the stove <laughs> so we literally had a gas cooktop that wouldn't turn off so I mean like this is a major problem because you can live without water you can live without uh, sort of deal but the, the gas and the propane this is one super dangerous and is essential uh, this is what um, is keep running our, our, our fridge, the eater, um, and even like it, when you have a leak of gas or propane, is super dangerous. So that was very, very scary. And, and at first, I think Seb and I were like, ah, oh, yeah, sure thing. You know, you've broken the plastic knob, right? Like that's what... Yeah, well, that's where you spent ages looking at it. So Is that so, why the third one isn't on there? Yeah. yeah. Is so this the front we, one? We yeah, literally took it off just because, because we're like, no one's going to use this. It's up ah. in the cupboard here. The knob's up in the cupboard. And the plastic bit's not broken, but we... Um, just to remind you guys not to use it. Yeah, you exactly. can't... You don't it. want to reopen it. No. And so we turned it... Um, we went to turn it off and, you know, then we went, okay, cool. It's, it's just the um, burner valve needs a little bit of twisting. So we went and grabbed pliers. And then, we, then we're like, oh, there's a little bit concerning here because we can now spin this burner valve. A full 360. Full 360. And, and it's not turning up or turning down. It's, nothing's happening. And uh, you, you're hearing the clicking noise. Like, you know, when you go to turn it off and it goes mm-hmm. click and you're like, ah, oh, yep, okay, cool, it's off. So that was that was a fun. We ended up working. We ended up pulling the whole stove apart in the end, and um, it turns out there's a little a little notch that controls the the um, the valve in there. So we ended up pulling the whole thing apart and spinning the valve around into a, a fully locked position, and that's where it stayed because trying to find a part for that at this stage has been quite difficult because everybody needs to order it in. It's a special yeah, part. It, yeah, it's one of those things that's going to take about one or two weeks to get in. And uh, unfortunately, we're not staying in any place for more than one or two weeks. And I have to say also, all the problem that we have, um, that we had, the electricity, all the switch and everything, and, and then the, the gas, the propane, the boys never, never, never um, um, experiment, experiment this problem before. So yep, Most of this stuff was all new exactly, to us. Exactly, it was all new for you guys. Uh, so Google, YouTube was very, um, very good on you, but uh, honestly, I'm very, very, very uh, proud of you guys because you uh, managed to um, to resolve all those problems so far, and it was your first. Yeah, yeah. I always thought that. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, yeah, sure. Surely it can't be too difficult. Turns out some of it is. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out there's a lot of research that goes yeah. into it sometimes. So, okay, let's move along a little bit. Um, so, at Death Valley, so we've camped out. We had the issue with the gas cooked up. 
And then we ended up in the the sand dunes of Death Valley, and that was on our we, we sort of stopped through there on our way to um, our next place, which was Zion, which is where we planned to go. Well, hold up there because we drove through. So from our first campsite, we drove through. We did the sand dunes, and then we went on to the other side of Death Valley. That's there, right. That's and right. We, and we stayed at that campground, which we were gonna stay there for two days, but then we realised that we we're running out of essentials. We had no phone service. Now we've had no phone service for two days at that time. and uh, We were completely off-grid. No, no connection to anybody. And, and um, you know, we we're thinking, look, we didn't really tell our parents or, you know, anybody really that we're going off-grid this much. And we didn't realize that we would be off-grid this much. Like, America's always had the best reception everywhere I've gone for phone service. You know, where in Australia... I'm you, used to driving you, you out You can go back. anywhere and you just, <laughs> like, as soon as you drive out of a town, you're like, oh, i got no service, yeah. no, no biggie. And, and no, one, no one's concerned about it. We're here, as soon as you are not contactable after a day or two, people start to worry, you know. Um, so. And then, uh, so yeah, we, we had, well, we end up camping there, worked out we were low on supplies, and then we decided that we were going to stop in, in Vegas. And the plan was to borrow Dan's uh, friend's driveway, Alan, and... Uh, we were planning on spending a few days there just to sort of relax and, you know, we'd obviously been off grid. We wanted to catch up on a few bits and pieces. And then uh, as we we're driving into Vegas, we we're blown away with how busy it was. Like we, the whole idea of this trip was isolation for us. And then we end up in a place like Vegas where the strip is completely dead, completely dead. But the outskirts were just flooded full of people. So we've been like in the desert and out of everybody and uh, for like what? three four days now yeah. and then we end up in vegas and it was a shock it was a shock for uh the three of us and because um tori joined us later but uh it was a very a very big shock and i was not feeling great i was not feeling okay to be surrounded by so many people so. i think all i think all of us felt that way like i think as soon as we drove in uh, it was like really exciting at one stage because Kara, you've never been for me, it's like my home again. Seb, it was like 11 years since the last time you went there. So it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to Vegas. And then it was like, oh, gosh, we don't feel comfortable. We and we were excited out. also to just plug the RV to Holland's house and have proper electricity and, and water and then we can shower and everything. That was also the goal. Um, but when we end up there, I look, I was literally like glued to the RV and I didn't want to go out. <laughs> I stay at home, you know. Uh, but the really good thing about um, stopping it in Allen's though is that we were able to get a heap of supplies that we had struggled to, f to find because uh, things like extra gloves and, and masks if we needed them and then, you know, we were able to get more Lysol and all that sort of like cleaning products and disinfectant uh, products. And, and it was actually quite funny because uh, Kara's dad the day before we uh, filled up with water and, um, you know, Kara's dad was joking about, hey, do you guys have a pressure regulator? And I was like, oh. yeah, what's a pressure regulator? <laughs> For what? <laughs> to know how much pressure is going into your RV because, you know, you could bust your hoses. Oh, well, I oh, wish yeah. I knew that before I did <laughs> so, so I walked outside and quickly turned the tap down to halfway and I was like, pressure regulated. Very proud. Yeah. And uh, oh, first thing, one of the first things Alan offers, he's like, hey, man, uh, I know this, this is your first RV. Here, do you, uh, do you need a pressure regulator? Yes, we do. And I was <laughs> like, 
Yes, oh, we thanks. do. Thanks, mate. So I'm really grateful for, for everything that he was able to give us. Um, and then, then we moved on to... Um, yeah, so we were planning to stay like a few days in, in, in Vegas because it was the first time uh, also that we had internet back. But uh, turns out we stay one day. One night. Yeah, one night. Alan did cook us up a mean brisket though. Yeah, yeah, that steak thing. <laughs> I called it a steak thing and then realized it was a brisket. But uh, that was quite tasty. And uh, Alan, if you're listening, mate, you're an absolute legend. Thanks for uh, for looking out looking out for us and uh, allowing us to uh, share your driveway. And then we decided to move on from Vegas and we went, well, our goal was to hit Zion to find out Zion had closed. So we decided to do some more boondocking and uh, found a place just outside Zion called, what was that called, Tori? Zion Boondocking Sites or something. Yeah, I don't it, was, what it, it was, was called, just right off, uh, what is it, uh, it was, Virginia? Uh, no. Yeah, Virgin. Virgin, Virgin Utah. Virgin, yeah. Virgin, Virgin Utah, um, just outside of uh, St. George there. Yeah. About 20 minutes to Zion where the park actually started, but it was just as beautiful. And that place <laughs> really blew our mind. Um, we stayed there. That's the longest we've stayed in one place. Yeah, that one, that one was a week. We were there for an, yeah, we were, no, we were there for just shy of a week. But yeah, six days. Six days. Six days. Because you guys had already been there one day when I got there. I got there on a Friday. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was this, the first time I arrived. Was I drove my car? That that was another one of those <laughs> moments where we uh, we left a little bit late. We tried to jam. <laughs> we tried to jam in shopping and everything before we got there. And uh, when we first got there. Uh, oh, it was yeah. it was pitch black. So this this boondocking site is just a heap of dirt roads that are completely washed out from rain and four wheel drives going nuts. And um, and we must have driven past maybe 15, 16 different campsites, all of them full, um, with either a camper or just a car. A yeah, tent. a car. Yeah, yeah, a car. We, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, we that, know that annoys yeah. you, Dan. We know it annoys you. Um, so, but um, we ended up there was like a little loop pass. So obviously when the, the main road there gets washed out, they've used this little slip road to, to get around. So we literally just parked in there for the night and decided, bugger it, we'll find a new spot in the morning. It's late, I'm cold and I'm hungry. I felt really bad because the next like two minutes after we parked, this fifth wheeler with this giant trailer, you know, pulls up behind and says, uh, where's that road go? We're like, it doesn't it go doesn't anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. It literally and, and just goes like, straight down that way. So you're camping in a northern non-proper camping spot well yeah because we don't know it's it's really late mate <laughs> yeah. uh, if, look, feel free to go for a drive I there's said, nothing down there there's nothing down there he's like ah oh. so yeah. the next morning we decided to throw the drone up uh, just to find another campsite so that was like a it was like a, a race to find the next campsite because there was a lot of RVs that were obviously arriving that day that were trying to find a place. The best part about it was is that everything was so spread out. Like the closest RV to us was still, what, 100 meters away? Oh, no. Further than that. Further than that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So like you space for days. 500 to Half a K, yeah. Yeah. But I think the other thing about that was that what we realized is that there are certain spots, particularly with BML land, uh, BLM. BLM lands, is that um, we, we were there at the weekend, right? So we'd arrived there on the fr- Thursday and the Friday, and uh, that's why we had so many people there, because by Monday and Tuesday, They'd everyone, all left. everyone had left. Yeah. So we ended up spending a few days there, and um, that's when Tori came to join us. 
joined that Friday. And the thing I really want to talk about is uh, the canyon trip that we <laughs> took. <laughs> so the one that we almost die? Yeah, the one no, where we, 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 we never, almost we, never die. We almost, almost never, never die. die. So I will say, there, I will admit, there was not one point during that whole entire time where I was like, okay, this is really, really bad. Like, I didn't really think that. Once I saw... Dan doing things. I was like, okay. Well, it's not Our test dummy is Dan. When things look <laughs> like the they look like they're getting a little tough, Dan just throws his body on the line and goes, "No, nah, mate, she'll be right." Uh, I'll be honest. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't uh, go. Oh gosh. There was, I think, one moment there where I definitely put my foot in the wrong spot. I was like, "Whew, that's uh, that could be iffy." Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, we won't go that way anymore. That's let's, it. let's go the other way. <laughs> so, so this canyon trip was, uh, it's on day 15 of, uh, of our vlog. So we're... Uh, no, 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 no. No, it was... Oh, no, day, sorry. Day 11. Day 11. Day 11. Day 11. Oh, yeah. I got, got my day... Yeah, that's because we just did day 15 video the other day. Um, so day 11. And um, it was one of those... We... Well, I think at that point, like, we'd both... Um, either had like searched around the area as a group or individually and found different routes and we basically worked out there was this spot that we needed to go to and hadn't got to yet and um, for some strange reason we decided to listen to Dan's finger and he stuck <laughs> up in the air and instead went instead of Google instead of Google Maps and uh, we followed Dan's finger in the air and it led to this like this An amazing adventure. It was. We're not going to yeah, deny no, that. Absolutely. It was a beautiful adventure. Were there some times where it was a little slippy? Yes. Uh, it was but sketchy. Yes. <laughs> but oh, it looked. It was amazing. Yeah. So to give you guys some context, if you haven't seen the video, we we've walked through this creek bed and then up out of the creek bed over in a hill and then we start to step down into this gorge, and it's going down. And at this point, it's I don't know what would you say level level. Too sketchy, like or th level three. It was it was kind of sketchy, but not super I, sketchy. I, the problem is I don't actually have a gauge of where <laughs> the sketchy level is, so I just shouted out numbers. What I felt people, you know, when I said that there was a sketchy level of eight, I saw people's face was like, oh god, we're not going there. So you dropped so, it to a level so four. I was, I was like, oh yeah, it's a level four, guys. <laughs> but we should also say that our main goal was we were trying to get to the water. That was the thing, is we wanted to get down to the river, and I felt like the further we went. The bigger the gorge got to the river, and we're like, it's so close, but it's, it's so, so close. far away. The worst part was is that as we were going down through this gorge, we reached a dead end mm. where it was a sheer cliff face straight down. What? Well, sheer, sheerish. Sheer, oh, sheerish. 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 There was definitely some free climbing that happened and then some traversing across a, a rock face. Before we got to... Very the, calculated on, on my part. It was calculated. <laughs> Dan, you did do a good job in, uh, in guiding everybody. Uh, he was also the pack mule. Um, just to give a little context, the, the, the path we took, um, I would assume most people would say we were underprepared for. But we did spend a lot of time um, calculating the steps we're about to take and, and ensuring everybody was as safe as possible. Um, and we did that by... You know, none of us carried heavy gear on our backs during the, the, the difficult points. Like there was always a spot where we got to where it was safe to, to stop, catch our breath and, and we would pass our gear, you know, from, from one spot to the next so that no one was, you know, over, overweight or like uh, overloaded, sorry, um, when going through we, these difficult parts. We, we safely assessed it. We you know? definitely uh, safely uh, assessed uh, it. And, uh, 
you know, yes, you could have more gear with it and whatnot and everything there, but uh, as we say, you, you hand things down in the line, you, you take your time and you just, you just simply go slow. You yeah. walk through it very slow. And the thing is, we were all looking out for each other and making sure that everybody was okay and at times assessing our... And willing to keep going yep, also. Our, our will to keep going yeah. and if we felt how we felt about the situation. And, and we that was the other thing that I was going to say is that we also looked at everybody's individual levels of comfort and mm-hmm. you know experience and stuff like that. For myself, I'd already gone down and gone up. So I was the primary person like to pass bags and place bags in in different spots as we went down to make sure that we all had our gear but you know we we, we were assessing where where we can where our strengths were um at that time that's exactly right and it was a it was a group discussion as to whether or not we turn around and go back the way we came or keep pushing and everybody decided you know we may as well keep pushing because going back was going to suck going back would have been a hell of a lot more difficult than what we experienced it's to be impossible to go back actually. yeah it would have been I just remember going down that whole entire canyon before we got to that rock face and thinking, man, I hope we don't have to go back up this because it was <laughs> so, it, the bush, it was very rough. I didn't care for that part of it. The rough bush. The rough <laughs> bush. <laughs> we were in the middle of the desert uh, surrounded by rough bush. I didn't care for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the part where I was like, eh, we're doing a lot of jumping down. So for me, for me personally, that was, that was the highlight of the day. Uh, well, the highlight of that that campsite was that that big trip i think so far i think that's been the highlight of our trip so far for sure doing that trip like and then i mean from so so following the finger was a good idea yeah following following the finger (laughs) and the the bird was a great idea in the end and then from there we ended up trying to um now this is the first time we've gotten pretty complacent about checking before we've left where we're going to and whether or not it's still open because our next stop was bryce canyon and every, all the reading we had done up until we basically decided, okay, well, you know, the next day we're going to Bryce Canyon, this, that, and everything else, and we're ready to go. Bryce Canyon had actually closed the day that we had made that plan, and we'd made that plan based on the information we had read the night before. And we had no a, idea that it had actually closed. Yeah. Until yeah. I mean, we, wouldn't, we probably wouldn't have come up this way. No, because... Having, having known that it had closed. But having said that, I'm glad that we're here. Oh, we've it's, what we it's have. one of the, we, you know, we're at over 7,000 feet. There's snow every day. I mean, it's cold. It's definitely cold. <laughs> it's very cold. But it's very chilly. Although we did have some beautiful days in the, we're in a place called Red Canyon. Red Canyon. Right near Dixie National Forest. And it is beautiful. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. And, and it's one of those, we, yeah, we, I think we drastically under actually prepared for that one. We, we sort of, had a look at one or two campsites and just sort of went for gold. I know that, you know, we we just sort of was like, yeah, yeah, she'll be right. Like, we haven't been let down by this app yet sort of deal. And well, should we talk about how we went in to go find this campsite and realized that the road wasn't exactly oh, <laughs> ideal and we had to back up the whole RV once, to get out? Once again... <laughs> We arrived late. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We it tried to do so many things uh, during the day. Oh, that was Actually, a long day. as we're talking about this right now, I remember that earlier today we had the conversation that we needed to pack up the site. <gasps> oh, <laughs> my God. We didn't do it. We still so, need to pack up the All right. Tomorrow morning, guys, bright and early. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely. So that we don't run into this problem. Because I'm now starting to see that we're, 
We have a tendency <laughs> to run light. And it is dark out now, which is we wanted everything packed before dark, and we failed. That's all right. There's not, we, we did a pretty good job of consolidating. We did, yeah, we everything's be consolidated. But anyway, um, so we're here now, and um, our next step is we want to go down in elevation because we are a little tired of being cold. Um, so we're looking at uh, Lake Powell uh, Horseshoe Bend. Um, so... We don't really know what that's going to be like yet because we haven't made it there. No, we now we did do the research today, but as as we always say, things can change. One day we had a job, the next day we didn't. So oh. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Oh yeah. So, man, this I don't even know how long we've been going for. It's been for going been going for a little while, but um, I really wanted to cover um, some things that we've learned so far. And we've obviously touched on quite a lot of them. Um, there's no time on that, by the way. I'm recording through my computer. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I didn't set it up. It only, it's got the bars. I didn't set up for time. Um, so, but what we might do is we might save that for, for another one. Um, because, Absolutely. Because, I mean, we, we've definitely learned a lot. Uh, and, you know, we've spoken about that, uh, that app, oh, sorry, that website that we've been using for, for free campsites. It's also great for finding dump stations and all those other important things that we need um, living in an RV. So we might save that one for the next one. And, um, I mean, in the meantime, we hope you're staying safe, keeping it real, and, and washing, washing your, your damn, damn hands. hands. Thank you, guys. Thank <laughs> you.